I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It is January 2022. This is our very first podcast episode of 2022. So happy 2022, my friends, and happy new year. I hope you all had a great Christmas season and a great New Year's, however you decide and enjoy celebrating this time of year. I just hope that it felt nourishing to your soul and I'm grateful for you to be back here with me this week. I released a bonus podcast episode during the whole Christmas season. I was feeling really inspired to record a bonus episode for you all and I actually recorded the bonus episode all about my favorite books that I read throughout 2021. So if you enjoy reading books like I do, I know I was gifted a ton of books for Christmas and I also bought myself some. So my bookshelf over here is just stacked up with all new reads for me and I plan on making my way through them this coming this year, this new year, not this coming year anymore. But um yeah, if you are a book reader, then I highly recommend you checking out my last episode with the best books of 2021 that I read. And then the week after that, last week, last Wednesday, there actually wasn't a new podcast episode for you all. I kind of threw it out there that I may have been releasing another bonus episode for you if I felt inspired. And I actually ended up taking the week off. It's not that I wasn't inspired, but my period actually ended up coming and I was feeling really tired after the whole Christmas season and I just needed some time off. And so that's exactly what I gave to myself. And I think that's a perfect intro into what we're going to be talking about today. So this is the first Wednesday of January. So if you're new around here, just a heads up that on the first Wednesday of each month, I do this thing called a mental health check-in. I started doing these last year at some point. I just felt like we needed a time every single month to sit down with each other and just do a solo type of episode. I get tons of requests all the time about doing more solo episodes than I do interviews with guests and things like that. So this is kind of a way for me to make sure that there's consistently a solo episode on the calendar and I'm releasing a solo episode every single month for you all. I feel like this month there's probably going to be more than one solo episode. You might get another solo episode from me next week because in December... 
I actually shared with you all that I bought my first house. So that's been really exciting in my world. And I'll talk a little bit about that today, just as it definitely has to do with the mental health check-in aspect of this episode. So we'll be talking about that a little bit, but I did want to do a whole episode about just kind of the process of buying my own house for the first time and that whole journey and what I'm excited about and things like that. But yeah, it's been quite a wild ride, but very exciting. And like I said, if you are new here, this episode, the first Wednesday of every month, we are going to be doing a little bit of a mental health check-in. So what you can look forward to in these episodes every month is just me giving you a recap of what's going on in my world. We kind of give a recap of the previous month. I share where my mental health was at, things that came up. Maybe it was really good. Maybe I struggled a little bit. And it's just really an open, honest conversation because mental health is so important and I just want to continue these conversations and really normalize having these types of conversations. And then second, we move into a mental health practice that I found supportive for me this month. It may have been something actually like Um, structured that would typically be seen as a mental health practice or it may have just been something that I was doing and realized that hey this is actually really supportive and I want to share it with you and then finally we usually move into a listener requested topic that has to do with mental health This month, I am going to freestyle it a little bit just because it is the new year and I feel like I have some things to say about January and things that um, might just help you (laughs) with your mental health this month. So this month is going to be a freestyle topic, but if you have a requested topic that you would like me to cover in the future months, please email me at hello at megdoll.com. I'll leave my email in the show notes. And if you have a requested topic for the coming months, I would love to hear from you. So moving into a little bit of a recap of December, As I said, I will be coming out with a whole episode of buying my own house for the very first time, but I will say that as I recap December and give you a taste of what my mental health was like throughout December, honestly, it was tons of highs and lows, like tons of them. I was probably the most stressed I have ever been in my entire life throughout the month of December. It just felt like an extremely stressful month. Um, And I know it felt this way because by Christmas time, like the week of Christmas, I couldn't believe it was already Christmas. And I know that's pretty typical. I think when you get to be an adult, like when you're a child, it feels like Christmas happens every 10 years and it feels so far away all the time. 
But when you're an adult, you're constantly saying, oh, I can't believe it's Christmas already or, oh, this week has just flown by. Right. And um, it just seems like time passes really fast once you become a certain age, I suppose. (laughs) And I don't think that was a factor in why I felt Christmas came so fast. I just felt like it was December 1st and then all of a sudden we were celebrating New Year's Eve. Christmas just came really fast because all of my focus was on getting this house. We had an accepted offer on this house since October and it was just a super long process COVID kind of backs everything up and changes a lot of things. And then also with the holiday season, there was just so many things thrown at us, like obstacles that we had to get through. And of course, thankfully, everything ended how we wanted it to end and we were able to close on the house before Christmas everything was like a done deal before Christmas so it was kind of like I was able to breathe and it felt really nice that I didn't have all of that weighing on me through the holidays but honestly right up until Christmas I was just so incredibly stressed. I cried so much throughout December and I was just a stress case. But what was really interesting to me is that, and I've shared this on the podcast before, but for those of you who have been following along with me for quite some time, you'll know that I had a hypothalamic amenorrhea for 12 years. So I didn't have my period for 12 years. And I actually ended up getting my period back after going through recovery in August of 2019. And then in December of 2019, my period didn't show up. And then in December of 2020, my period didn't show up. And other than that, my period had been consistent throughout all the other months of the year. So I thought that was pretty interesting that my period just kind of always seemed to disappear in December, but then it would come back and be consistent every single other month of the year. And so since that was a pattern for the past two years, I was actually really curious what my period would do this year, um, especially given the fact that I was so incredibly stressed. And I actually just um, am on like the tail end of my period right now. So my period... um, finished up like the very beginning of December and then 30 days later it came again like right exactly when it should have came I had a 30-day cycle so it was pretty incredible for me just to witness how absolutely resilient my body is and it's clear to me that Over these two years of having a consistent period after recovering from HA, that my body is just getting more and more resilient and stronger and it's just feeling safer all the time. And I know this because I just went through two months that were just 
absolutely stressful. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Since the middle of October until Christmas, I was just so stressed. And that's two months of being really, really stressed. And even psychological stress and emotional stress can cause some shifts in your menstrual cycle. And I was just really proud of my body. And like I said, it just goes to show you that the longer and like the more time you give yourself, the more patience you give yourself. And obviously, the more consistent you are with nourishing yourself. And even during times of stress, if you are making sure you're also prioritizing times of rest and getting out of that stress response, which I have been doing a really good job at throughout the past several months. It just really allows your body to handle stress so much better. And that's actually like such a big topic. And I could do an entire episode all about stress but you know as humans we we are going to experience stress it's not something that we can completely avoid so it's more about getting curious about okay how can I support my body in being able to move through stress in a more um, efficient way right because we are going to experience stress. So how can we actually support our bodies in navigating this stress or handling this stress and coping with stress? So as you all know, I'm always making sure my body is properly fueled with abundance of energy and nutrients and I don't restrict anything and I fuel her really, really well because she has gone through way too many years of restriction and she deserves all of the abundance. So I'm always on top of my game with nourishing myself and I also am really um, particular about the type of exercise I do and I'm really careful not to overdo things and exercise no matter what I am doing it is a stress so after exercise I always do this thing like it's a cool down and it makes sure that my body is coming back into the parasympathetic state and I'm not just going to be in this stressed out state all throughout the day and I actually have plans to have a guest come on this year to talk all about that too because she's actually taught me a lot in that realm of things and I think um, the practices that I've taken from her has really helped my body to come out of that stress response and I can go in and do my workout and it can be a tough workout, it can be a heavy workout, but then because of how I treat my body outside of that and while I'm doing that too, I'm just able to cope with these stressors and these demands on my body. So anyways, with all that being said, the recap of December It was incredibly stressful. I shed so many tears, so many tears, 
and some tears of happiness once we actually closed on the house. So I've had happy tears, but more stressed to the max. (laughs) So completely overwhelmed type of tears. So that is what my December looked like, to be completely honest. And then the mental health practice that would stand out to me this month. So again, complete honesty, like December completely flew by. It was an absolute blur for me because I was so focused on getting this house and closing this deal. So I can't really think of anything that was super specific like I usually share with you, but something as I was preparing for this episode, I realized that I am really, really good at giving myself time off. So again, like last week, as I said, I was kind of in the back of my mind planning on releasing a bonus podcast episode for you all because I had originally said that I wanted to take these last two weeks of December off and then I was getting excited about podcast episode ideas and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to record two bonus episodes and kind of do like a best of 2021 type of episodes. And so that was honestly my plan. And I could have pushed myself last week to do that, but I really honored my body and I completely gave myself last week off aside from seeing my clients because my clients fill my soul so freaking much and it just wouldn't be a week without my clients. So in addition to seeing my clients last week, I really didn't do anything and it just felt really good to hop on my client calls but then give myself all the space that I needed last week to just be me and do what I want to do. I actually started cleaning out my closet and going through my closet and in true Gemini fashion, I'm not really sure why this is a Gemini thing, but I have seen a meme on Instagram before about this and I was like, wow, that is totally me. But apparently Gemini's will start a project and then we can just like leave it. So for an example, we get this big urge to clean something and then we leave this huge mess in the room. And I also think if you're into human design, this is also kind of a manifester thing as well because we don't have that sacral energy to keep us like sustained for the whole project sometimes, but we get these like intense urges to do something. So last week I had this huge urge to clean out my closet and kind of like purge it, get rid of all the clothes that I no longer wore and all that stuff. And I was so excited to do this. I think I was doing this Monday last week and I thought, awesome. I have the entire week to do this. Cleaned up my entire closet, tried on everything. I've made piles of things and now everything's just still sitting there because I had the energy to do that for literally one day. And then for the rest of last week, I just needed to do nothing. And that's exactly how my week ended up turning out to be. And so that's the mental health practice that I wanted to share with you this week is you don't have to do it. Like you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself. 
if you have this long to-do list and yes, there are going to be things that you actually need to do, but I can guarantee you that there's also things that we are actually putting on our plates that don't really need to be there. So maybe a takeaway from this episode for you can be to look at that plate, look at that um, you know, imaginary plate that we create for ourselves and all the things that we pile onto our own plates and ask yourself, okay, what doesn't actually need to be on my plate today? What doesn't actually need to be on my plate this week? And just ease up on yourself, you know, unload some things off your plate so you can just breathe a little bit. And I think that perfectly goes into like my freestyle topic of this month because it's January and I think this time of year we really tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves like a lot of pressure especially if you're in the social media world which if you're listening to this podcast episode I'm pretty sure you are in the social media world and during this time of year we're going to be getting tons of messages to do this do that start this plan start this thing buy this and there's just so much being thrown at us all the time but it's like next level during this time of year we're just being bombarded with so many messages and we're feeling like we need to accomplish so many things because it's a new year but completely being honest with you here is that usually like in past years I definitely do feel like January 1st marks this grand new year for me and I'm on Canva which is like this free way to create images so you can just go to canva.com or whatever and every year on January 1st or the very last few days of December I go on Canva and I create this vision board for myself and It always feels really good for me to do that. It's really like this expansive experience and like this expansive practice that I do for myself every year. But this year, I wasn't feeling it. Any type of like monumental thing to mark the brand new year, whether that was like this super long journal session or creating this vision board, like I said, or doing something really significant to mark the beginning of this new year, it felt forced to me. It didn't feel like something I wanted to do. So I just didn't do it. I've been sticking to my normal routine, journaling about the things I normally journal about, just keeping up with my normal daily practices that make me feel really good. So I guess what I'm saying is I I really didn't do anything out of the ordinary or I haven't done anything significant to kind of close up 2021 and, you know, kind of set these goals or this vision for myself for 2022. I know a lot of people will choose a theme of their year or a word for their year or set some type of goals for the coming year. And if you did that and it felt good for you, 
that's awesome. We need to start doing what feels good for us. I encourage that. And in previous years, it has felt really good for me. But when I started to think about doing that this year, I don't know what it is. I can't explain it, but it just didn't feel good for me. It felt like I didn't want to do it. It felt like it was forced and it just didn't have that expansive feeling for me this year. What did feel expansive was just like easing into this new year and just kind of um, letting it flow and flowing into it as well. So that's what I kind of wanted to talk about this week with you is that you don't have to do anything significant to mark this beginning of this new year. And another thing is that we are just in our first week of January 2022. And a lot of the times we have all this pressure put on us and there's these sayings that, well, however you're spending your first few days of the year, you know, it's going to (laughs) dictate the rest of the year ahead. And that's really not true. It's really not true. And that just like goes to show you that, and I'm pretty sure you know this, right? We don't have to wait until next January to start a new project or start anything. You can do it right now. And so my last couple of days of January also have been really stressful. I came home one day and Penny was incredibly sick and I was really worried about her and I was bawling my eyes out, lying on the floor crying because I didn't know what was wrong with her and it was really, really, really scary. And that's how my year started off. So I just want to be completely transparent with you and share with you that if your 2022 has started off a little bit rocky or maybe even a lot rocky, I want you to know that your entire year isn't going to be that theme. That's not going to be the theme. It doesn't have to be the theme for your entire year. I want you to know that because I have had a couple challenging days this year just in my personal life. Like I said, with Penny having Penny's like my daughter, right? And just seeing something I love so much um, be really, really sick is really hard. And yeah, I I know that even though my year started off like that, it's not going to be that for the entire year, okay? So I know a lot of you who listen to this podcast and I know a lot of my clients listen to the podcast and you might be working on some challenging things in your life right now. You may have had a challenging past week And it's just important to know that if that this past week has been challenging for you, that doesn't have to be the case for the rest of your 2022. If you are listening to this podcast episode, which you are right now, you are in such a safe place. And actually, that is also one of my plans for an upcoming podcast is just to share with you how you and I can work with each other this year, how I can be of support to you and hold space for you because 
I know I have so many incredible women tuning into this podcast every single week and I just want you to know that I truly do think about you like every single day and I'm so grateful for you and if you are looking for support this year maybe you didn't receive the support that you were looking to receive last year or maybe you did do some journaling about the new year and you set some goals for yourself and some of those goals were to take care of yourself in new ways that you've never taken care of yourself before. Well, I just wanted to let you know that I am here for you and I do have a few different ways that you and I can work together. And so I thought that would be a good way for you and I to chat this month as well. So stay tuned for that kind of podcast episode coming your way as well. If you don't know much about the work that I do, but um, if we, you and I were to now kind of shift our focus from reflection mode to talking about January and things to come, things that I'm looking forward to, I'm actually in somatic therapy practitioner training all weekend. So that is definitely going to be a highlight of my January. I am so thrilled to be in this program. And again, that is another podcast episode that you can start looking forward to this week. Because I am studying to be a somatic therapy practitioner, I am going to be recording an entire episode all about what somatic therapy is and why it's so important to me and how I've been supporting my clients with this type of work. And I want you to learn all about it too because it has been such a huge, huge game changer that's such a lack uh, like I'm looking for a better word here but it's just been it's played such a huge role in my healing and I'm just so grateful to be able to share these practices all with you now and be a practitioner to hold that space for you so I hope you enjoyed this January 2022 mental health check-in As always, I will be back next month with a mental health check-in for you. We'll recap January and I will definitely be addressing a listener requested topic all about mental health next month as well. You have a whole year of amazing podcasts to look forward to and I just want to thank you again for being here. Your ears, your listening ears mean so much to me. (music) 